Hello friends, welcome to It's That Deep Podcast. I am your host, Tristan Ross. And here on It's That Deep Podcast, we're all about sharing our lived experience through the gift of our vulnerability and just plain authenticity. And so today, it's just solo dolo. It's just me, y'all. It's just with me. Um, but I do want to say thank you so much to my listeners who have been faithful since my very first episode. And I cannot believe that it is already episode seven, y'all. It's episode seven. That is crazy. That just a few months ago, this was just another idea of mine that I wanted to step out, though the the context of It's That Deep has always been something that's part of me, but starting a podcast on my own was something that I had just played around with. Like, this is something I want to do, but a few months ago, I finally just said, you know what, enough is enough, Tristan. You have spent majority of your life just sitting on the sidelines, supporting others, and what is stopping you from taking the risk to just jump? And so I did, and let me tell y'all, I am beyond grateful that I decided to do that. And I thank God for, one, just encouraging me and putting a fi- lighting a fire under my behind. Um, and before I even get into all of that, let me just check in with my feelings, then we can go in on what it looks like when God lights a fire under your under you. Um, and he's placed something on the inside of you and you need to just do it, period. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You just need to do it. But we start every episode checking in on our feelings. I love the feelings will because it is a, um, it helps put language to how we feel. I think oftentimes we are so disconnected with our feelings and that causes disruption in our relationships with people. Um, most importantly, not just our relationship with people, but it causes disruption in our relationship with ourself. Because if I cannot identify what I'm feeling in this body that I live in 24-7, then there's a problem. There's a disconnect. So to be able to have language to how I'm feeling not only helps you, but it also helps your relationship. It enriches your relationship because you can be able to verbalize, hey, I feel frustrated. And so in this particular relationship, I'm feeling frustrated because of set identify situation or event that has occurred that triggered the frustration. So that's why I love the feelings wheel. And I will add it under this episode description in which I've had I have it also in other episodes but I will also put that specifically in this episode as well but today I am feeling tired (laughs) y'all I'm not gonna lie your girl has been pushing herself and the past week and a half my body has gone into rest mode without me wanting it to be in rest mode and which is so interesting because on our second episode we talked about rest with our guest Rebecca and she said something that just 
popped out for me as I'm sharing that I'm tired. It said, rest is a part of God's strategy to love us, preserve us, and to restore us. And so I feel like in the past week and a half, my body has been pushing me to just rest. And when I don't listen, things start to happen. When I don't listen, I start to get headaches. (laughs) When I don't listen, I just feel fatigue and not wanting to do anything. So y'all, your girl is learning and she is trying to slow down to rest um, and not try to fight it because my body will do what it knows it needs to do for me to experience a full life. And if I choose not to listen, it will also do things to cause me to end up in the hospital or somewhere that I do not want to go to if I don't take care of my body. So your girl is trying to rest more, but I am feeling tired. Another feeling that I am experiencing too is I'm just grateful, y'all. I am grateful for the ways that God has just orchestrated different relationships in my life. And I know that it's really hard. (laughs) It's really hard as adults um, to make connection and friendships because once we get older, life be happening, y'all. Life be lifing. Let's just put it that way. Life be lifing. And when that happens, it's really hard to maintain friendships and keep in contact. So I'm just super grateful for the ways that God has orchestrated relationships and those individuals that he has placed significantly um, and specifically in my life to check in on me and remind me when I'm doing too much to be like, hey, Tristan, check in on yourself, like what's going on. So I truly appreciate that. And friends, most importantly, I just want to say shout out to the friends who pray for you. Shout out to the friends who pray for you. The ones who don't even ask, but just go to war. They just feel that thing and know that something is going on and they go to prayer for you. So I am grateful for those who go to war for me, just like I go to war for my friends in prayer. So I am beyond grateful. Now, Let's go back to this thing about when God puts something on the inside of you and you decide that you don't want to do it. (laughs) Um, Y'all, I think that, like I shared a few months ago, this was a thought, right? It was um, an idea, but I don't think that it just started there. I feel like on the inside of me, this is something that he has placed on, he had placed in my womb to, for me to give birth to. Right. And originally I'm like, when you're carrying something, you're like, okay, well, I don't know. This is scary. People are already doing this. God, (laughs) other people are already doing this. Like what's going to make this different. But when he, has anointed you to do something no matter how scary it might feel he promises that he will always walk with you and so when God puts something on the inside of you no matter how scary it is I want you to remember that he is with you 
he is with you no matter what he is with you um i think that sometimes it's so easy to get so lost in all of the chaos and chaos that the world brings the social media the news all of the things that we see can just distract us and keep us from stepping out so few months ago, scary, but I'm grateful that I stepped out because now the fruit of that is you all and the ways that you've just received this podcast. I cannot tell you how much it has meant to me to get the messages that have just been so encouraging, sharing with me that my, um, my podcast, this space that has been created has allowed them to hear people's story and connect with people's story. And that's all that matters to me. If one person is able to connect with a guest that's on this on my show is that's all that matters. And I let me even rephrase that not my show y'all it is. I'm just grateful that I have a platform and that I submit it to God that he's able to show me his love through this space by with each person that I come in contact with. So, yeah. So today, let's see what is on my, what has been on my heart? What has been on my mind? Can I be real with y'all? Last week was a doozy. Last week was a doozy. Um, there's just a lot of things that were happening. Um, my husband and I, you know, wanting to move. And there was just so much. It started off easy. (laughs) It started off easy. The process started off easy. We were set to go. And then boom, life happens. Things start to happen that shifted the outcome that we desired, right? So we all have a desired outcome when it comes to situations, whether it's, you know, a job that you want and you prepare, you go in, the interview goes well, but then you get that call, that call that says that you didn't get it and it hurts. I don't know about y'all. And I know I shared with you all on on the very first episode about failing forward. And I've had my own, experiences (laughs) with failure and things not going going my way and last week same thing I was like we started the journey it felt like everything was going well and then it gets closer to when we are supposed to move and boom things start happening left and right and so My initial reaction, to tell you all the truth, my initial reaction is, okay, I'm going to exercise my faith because I, I have often told people, you know, things happen for a reason. So I had to step, I stepped into that space. I was like, you know what? Things happen for a reason. Um, Don't freak out. Like this is all God's purpose and God's plan. Like And immediately I went to my faith and ignored my feeling of hurt, 
that things didn't go the way that it, I wanted it to go. Um, my feeling of frustration that things weren't going the way that I wanted it to go or the ways that the way that it appeared in um, in my conversations with our leasing office and how things would go. And so I say that because oftentimes we are we tend to just go straight to scripture and negate or over spiritualize experiences and ignore the feelings and emotions that we experience now don't get me wrong the bible is the truth the bible is pure truth everything in the bible i believe i stand by and i know that it is true the infallible truth like it is true right and so but that doesn't also that doesn't also take away from the feelings that I experience in my daily life. When something is frustrating, I have to pause and give myself space to experience the emotion. Yes, you can pray, but you also need to check in with yourself. This body, we live in it 24-7. And we have to be very mindful that we are not just ignoring our actual physical physical symptoms that we get that we are experiencing in our body our somatic experiences that we have in our body that we're not ignoring it to go straight to scripture right is that scripture is there yes we can we can utilize it it is important but your emotions and your feelings are also very vital and important because you can't do anything <laughs> You cannot do anything for too long if you don't check in with your body. If you don't check in with your body, if you don't know what's going on in your body, you will eventually get to a space of burnout. And so all of last week, everything going on with our lease, with with the leasing office, feeling really frustrated, having faith that it will come, having faith that my outcome, my desired outcome would be what happens. And you know what is really interesting is I realized that my timeline is nothing compared to God's timeline. I think oftentimes we are seeking God for a miracle. We're seeking God for a breakthrough, but we are seeking God for a miracle and a breakthrough based on our timeline and not allowing him to fully work it out. We want to interject. We want to be in control. And that is not our place. That is not our place to be in control. And so overall, the outcome was not what I desired <laughs> at all. Let me tell y'all, nope, we didn't move. We end up staying where we're at. But as frustrating as that experience was, and as much as I wanted to ignore my frustration and just move, move forward and be like, no, I'm fine. 
I needed to take a moment to remember that despite (laughs) what in my physical eyes looks like it's not working out, that God is always working in the background. He's always working in, he's always working. Let's just put it that he is always working. And so, yeah, y'all. Last week real was a was a doozy, but I'm grateful for that experience because I was reminded that, yes, my faith is there, but I also have to start acknowledging my feelings in moments where things aren't going the way that I want to. So that was a, a an experience that I had and I am still I'm still processing and Going back to rest, I feel like the the past few weeks with, you know, making sure I am consistent on social media. And let me tell y'all, it is, it has been the most encouraging but difficult experience to keep up with social media and keep up with the posting on time and Sometimes we it can get very discouraging. And I'm going to be real with y'all. People might say like, yeah, I don't care if people like my posts or the it does matter. It does matter the feedback and the engagement you have. And so I since launching this podcast, I've had to check in with myself frequently because I noticed that a part of me started getting very focused on the numbers and the things and that's not what I'm here yes the numbers are important I don't want to take that away the numbers are important the ways that social media algorithms all of those things are important but if my focus is solely on that then that takes away from the mission and vision at hand and so I had to I have to remind myself, whatever the numbers are going to do, the numbers are going to do what they're going to do. But the connection, the yes, the connection that I have with each guest or the connection that you all have had with the guests who've shared their story, that's the most important thing. And if that if that is being met, I am satisfied. I am content. And so, y'all, it has been truly a time of me also reflecting on whose whose word am I standing on and whose approval am I seeking? Am I seeking God or am I seeking man? And I realized that when I am so focused on the numbers, it causes more anxiety for me. Because when I'm looking at the numbers, the numbers are saying, oh, well, this week you do better, that week you didn't. This week you did better, that week you didn't. It's so inconsistent and it fluctuates. But when I focus my eyes on God, he is consistent all the way across the board. He is consistent. He doesn't fluctuate based off of what I feel. He is consistent and he wants to walk with me. But if I am so focused on what man's 
opinions are, I will continuously be left empty. And so that's something that, like I tell y'all, I'm going to be real with you guys all the way through. I trust what God is doing. I believe that this is a space that is being created and that people are able to come in and share and just fully just be who they are in the fullness of who they are. And if I'm going to ask people to show up in this space in the fullness of who they are, I myself have to be willing to do the same. And though it's hard sometimes, y'all, I'm not going to lie. It's a journey that I'm like, oh, we, how much is too much? (laughs) How much is too much? What do I share that is too much? But the reality is there's no such thing as too much. Do I share being acknowledging and setting boundaries on what I share and to the limit that I allow allow people into certain parts of my life in this space, what I, what I choose to share where, and it's not that I'm not sharing everything about who I am. I desire to, but there are certain parts that I'm still working through. And when I, when I feel comfortable to share those parts, I will. And so I am definitely (laughs) learning to just trust God. Also, y'all, still going to my therapist, trusting my therapist, because there's a lot of things that your girl in doing this process that has come up for your girl, and she's having to show up, you know, with my therapist and talk through some of the feelings, some of the fears, some of the anxieties that have been birthed out of this, um, out of this journey. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my clinician. I am grateful to God and that he, that he is revealing what is, he is revealing the seed that's in my heart that has been watered over and over again and has begun to grow into the ways that I have interacted with people around me. And one of that, one of the, the branches from (laughs) the branches from the seed has been comparison. And I, I gotta tell y'all, when they say comparison is a killer of joy, They did not lie. Comparison will literally take the joy away from a thing that was birthed on the, that was planted on the inside of you. There's so many, there's so many things, there's so many ideas that God has given different people. And different people have created it. And so because when you think of a, when I think of a platform of like a podcast or when I think of someone writing a book or when I think of uh, someone starting a nonprofit or things of that sort, 
and in my time with God and to have a, and he says like, okay, Tristan, I want you to do this. Or he tells you, he wants you to do certain things. And the first thing we do is ask him, are you sure this is the right person? Are you sure I am capable of doing what you're telling me to do? And once that starts to ruminate in our minds, then we, we've we already started to discount ourselves and discredit ourselves that we are even capable of doing it. And when in reality, when God called you, he was not, he was not checking to see what your qualification was. He just called you and he said, go. And if you're not going to go because you're scared of what you don't have, If what you don't have is the reason why you are not doing what God has called you to do or why you're not stepping out to do the the thing to start the business. Man. That's unfortunate. (laughs) That is unfortunate. And I totally understand, y'all, because I your girl, she's right there. I've had those moments. And I want to tell you that. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you are hmm let me t- let me pause real quick y'all It doesn't mean that you don't value what God has called you to do It just means that our fear our need for approval, rejection is choking us from actually stepping forward to do those things. But I want to encourage you that whatever it is, if he has called you to it, he knew you were going to say all the things that were not okay, that you didn't have. And that didn't qualify you. He already knew you were going to do all. He You were going to present him with a case of these are the things that I can't do. These are the things that I'm not capable of. But he does not care about what you are not capable of doing. All he cares about is for you saying yes and submitting and letting him do the rest. If you can, if you can just simply say yes that's all that matters. You say yes, you submit the all the other parts of it. The inner critic, the inner critic is the parts of ourself that tells us that we're not capable of. We have different parts of our inner critic that will stop us from doing things, right? We have the perfectionist. Yes, that's an inner critic, that thing that tells you that, oh, if it's not done perfectly, then I don't want to do it. And oftentimes that's from us growing up in families where we are told, you know what, you need to look perfect and you do this. So then we, we, we grow up thinking if I, if it's not perfect, I don't want to do it. And a perfectionist will stop perfectionistic tendencies will cause us to forfeit our purpose That's a scary thought. 
That is such a scary thought, y'all. But I just want to encourage you, right? Whatever it is, whatever it is that you have been sitting on, that you know, yes, there are many people that are doing it. Okay, many people are doing it, but many people do not have your name and the anointing and the giftings that God has on the inside of you. And trust me, if you don't do it, somebody else will say yes and live out the very life that you are sitting on currently. If you don't do it, somebody else will. That is a fact. If God wants you to serve a certain a certain population, um, yes, if God wants you to serve a, a certain area in business, if you don't say yes, somebody else will say yes and somebody else will go forth and do it. So this is just an encouragement, y'all. He's not asking for your qualification. Jobs might ask for your qualification, your resume. He doesn't need your resume. He already knows. He created you. He knows. He formed your innerward parts. He says that you are his workmanship. Like he, he, he already knows he doesn't need your resume. So go ahead, crumble that and throw it in the trash. He doesn't need your resume. He just needs you to stand and say yes and move forward. So yeah, that's something that I've been, I've been pondering on too in my own life of, yeah. If I don't say yes, somebody else will say yes and do the very same, the very thing that I am hiding. <laughs> I am hiding, but no more, no more hiding y'all. We gotta, we gotta step out and do the things that, that we've been gifted to do. And for those of us who struggle with our inner critic continuously telling us all the things that disqualify us I just want to take a moment right now to pause take a deep breath and I want you to identify right take a moment in that breath I want you to identify what is the reoccurring statement, thought that your inner critic has been speaking or telling you recently. What is that reoccurring thought? Is it you're not enough? You're unqualified? You are too broken. No one cares. You're not important. You're insignificant. 
Whatever the thought is, I want you to identify that right now. And once you have identified that thought, I want you to explore. Ask yourself these questions. When was the first time I heard this thought? When was the first time I heard this thought? Was it in first grade? When the kids at school didn't want to play with me and they told me that I didn't matter? Was it when dad decided to leave and now I interpret that as I'm not important, I'm not enough, because if I was enough, he would stay? Or was it the first time your girlfriend walked away from you or your partner said, I no longer want to be in this relationship because you no longer serve me. Or you no longer meet my needs. Whatever the narrative is, you've identified the thoughts. Now we are assessing where it stems from. Because in order for us to uproot a thought and address it, we have to go to the root of where it started. You have to return to the root of where it started. You can't start healing if you don't go back to the root. The root is important. The root is important, y'all. If a tree is bearing rotten fruit, No matter how you try to dress it up to make it look nice, if the fruit is rotten, there's something wrong with the root. You got to go back to the, you have to go down to the root and find what it's, where it stems from. So you've asked yourself, when was the first time I heard this, right? Who said it? Where were you? I just want you to take a moment and just reflect on that. And as you reflect on where and when you first experienced this thought or heard this thought, this And now that you've assessed that thought, I 
I want you to challenge the thought. We've identified it, we've assessed it, gone to the root of it. And now let's challenge it with what is present. What are the facts that prove that this thought is not true? Yes, I hear you saying you're not enough. Your inner critic has continuously reminded you you're not enough. But what are the facts right now in, that, in this very moment that proves this to be false? I'll give you one. You are here today. Means you are enough. Yes, you. Your presence is enough. I know what the critic is saying, but your presence in this moment, wherever you are at, is enough. And so I just want you to do that repeatedly, right? With each thought, go through the exact same process with each thought. Y'all, the world is already chaotic. Our mind is a constant battlefield filled with about 8 billion thoughts (laughs) a day. And if majority of those thoughts are negative, That's a problem. Doesn't mean that I'm not saying that we're all going to walk around every single day, not, not thinking any negative thoughts. Trust me. I get it. It's part of our human mind. We're going to walk around. We're going to have negative thoughts, but what a joy and a peace we have to be able to combat it with positive and combat it with truth. And you have truth. You have people willing to speak truth in your life. And if you don't have anyone in your personal life that is speaking truth to you, this is, I don't even want to call it a shameless plug. This is a clear, big sign to find a clinician. Find someone. To speak with. Because y'all know, we can 
we can pray about it. We can talk to our family about it. But sometimes we also need someone outside of our family to walk through, explore, assess with us what's going on. And you are worth investing in yourself, investing in your emotional, mental health. You are worth it. So if no one has said it to you recently, this is a sign that you are worth it and you deserve to have someone to sit across from you, to listen to you, to hear you, and for you to share your story. You are not alone. Nope, you are not alone. And whatever whatever that that voice right now that's like, oh, well, you know what, like, no one cares. You are not alone. <laughs> I know it feels like it, but you are not alone. So y'all. I just want you to know. As hard as life is. The verse that that stands out to me that I often reflect on because, listen, sometimes I question, are you sure? Are you sure you picked the right one? Are you sure you picked the right one? And a verse that comes to mind for me is Philippians 1, 6, which says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion At the day of Jesus Christ. He who began a good work. A good work in you. That that idea. That thought. He who began a good work in you. Will see it to completion. All he needs is for you to say yes. That's all he needs. A yes y'all. A yes. So. That's all I have for y'all today. I just thought I would give you guys just what I've been thinking about, what's been sitting on my heart. But I just also want you to know that you're not alone. You're worthy. You're enough. You are enough. You are enough. And always you're enough. All right, y'all. I want to remind you that this, though this is a space that we share about life and all the things, it's not therapy. (laughs) It's not therapy. And so if you or someone that you know is struggling with their mental health, please, please, please reach out to a clinician. I will put the link 
under the description for ways that you can find clinicians in your area. But I love you guys. I really, I truly do. I love you all so dearly. And I hope that this was insightful. Or just something to listen to and um, be reminded that you are seen, you are heard, and you are valued. Okay, y'all? I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if this episode was helpful, insightful to you, please like, share, and follow. I'll see you next week.